Welcome to episode 250 of the Deeper Christian Podcast. This is the podcast to help you study God's Word, know Jesus intimately, and discover how you can build your life around Jesus Christ. I'm Nathan Johnson, and in today's episode, I want to talk about how to gain wisdom. Let's dive in. One of the things that I just absolutely love about Scripture is that the more that you read it and the more that you meditate upon it, the more that you just chew on it throughout your day and your weeks and your life, you just begin to see greater and greater insight and connections and depth to the Word itself. And this week I've been pondering just this idea of wisdom, and I kind of had a brand new aha. Now, this is not profound in the sense that You know, it's like, as I was pondering, I'm like, well, yeah, (laughs) but for whatever reason, there was just a a fresh realization of how to gain wisdom. And it's interesting that all throughout the book of Proverbs, there is such an admonition to go after wisdom, that we should be seeking wisdom. For example, let me just read a little bit of Proverbs chapter two. Solomon is talking And he says, my son, if you will receive my words and treasure my commandments within you, make your ear attentive to wisdom, incline your heart to understanding. For if you cry for discernment, lift your voice for understanding. If you will seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasure, then you will discern the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity. And of course, it continues on. But do you hear the promise contained just at the very beginning of Proverbs? That that I am to receive his words, to treasure the commandments, to make my ear attentive, that I would be listening for that wisdom, inclining my heart and crying out for discernment, lifting up my voice and seeking wisdom as silver or hidden treasure. And if I would go after wisdom like that, then the promise is that I will discern the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God for the Lord gives wisdom. And it's an interesting thought that we should be going after wisdom. And yet here is the interesting, I guess, profundity that I had. Isn't it profound that this is the very thing that Adam and Eve did in the garden? That here is this tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It's the tree where you get to discern good and evil. And so they desired having that wisdom. They desired having that discernment between good and evil. And yet when you look at what they did, it obviously was wrong. (laughs) It was uh, sin. It was horribly wrong. So here's part of my dilemma. Proverbs commands us and instructs us to go after wisdom, that we should seek it, that we should just crave having wisdom. And yet Adam and Eve are condemned for the way that they pursued wisdom wisdom, that their desire to discern between good and evil was wrong. And so how how do I understand this idea of, all right, well, I I want wisdom. I want to be able to discern between good and evil. And yet here I am. I, I, what do I do? Isn't discerning between good and evil a good thing? And I would say, well, yes, 
In fact, the writer of Hebrews tells us in Hebrews 5.14 that solid food is for the mature who, because of practice, have their senses trained to discern good and evil. In other words, we should be able to discern between good and evil. We should know the difference. And, and in this world around us, we should have the ability and the wisdom to see that which is right and that which is evil. So then what made Adam and Eve in their pursuit of good and evil so wrong? Well, the simple answer is, well, God told them, don't eat the fruit. <laughs> that would be obviously the easiest answer when you go back up into Genesis chapter 2, verse 16 and 17. And God commands Adam and he says, from any tree of the garden, you may eat freely, but from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat for in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. So obviously there is disobedience happening in the passage. But there's actually an interesting, and here was my profundity, there's an interesting parallel between the way Adam and Eve pursued wisdom and the way that Solomon, King Solomon, pursued wisdom. What you see in this story in Genesis 3 is, of course, Eve entertains the lie of the enemy, and of course, she buys into that whole thing, and she takes the fruit and she eats it. And it obviously goes against everything that God just said. She falls into sin and Adam eats. And they, of course, they run away in fear. But as you look at the parallel, or maybe better stated, the contrast in 1 Kings chapter 3 with Solomon, you actually find some interesting connections in scripture in a very similar sense of the pursuit of good and evil or understanding the difference between good and evil. And in 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 4, or verse 5, sorry, it says in Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream at night, and God said, ask what you wish me to give you. And I mean, could you imagine just this scene? Here you are, and a lot of scholars think that Solomon, you know, is like 13, 14, 15, somewhere in that realm. And here's this young man, and he is now the king of an entire country. And as king, God comes to you and says, all right. It's kind of, to be a little perverse, it's like the genie in the bottle concept. And God says, all right, ask whatever you want and I will give it to you. And listen to what Solomon says. This this is so profound, especially as a young man. <laughs> I just Obviously, David had trained him well in the few years in the preparation right before David's death is what you see it in the first uh, Kings chapter one and two. But just in that time period where he knows that Solomon's going to be taking the throne and David is prepping and giving some words of wisdom to Solomon. Solomon obviously grabbed a hold of this and he beseeched the Lord. And listen to what Solomon says to God in verse six. He says, you have shown great loving kindness to your servant, David, my father, according as he walked before you in truth and in righteousness and uprightness of heart toward you. And you have reserved for him this great loving kindness that you have given him a son to sit on the throne as it is this day. Now, O Lord, my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father, David. Yet I am but a little child. I do not know how to go out or come in, which by the way is language. Uh, it's like an idiom in the, the Hebrew language to talk about leadership. And I don't know how to lead. I, I don't know what to do. Solomon says, 
Verse 8 continues and he says, Your servant is in the midst of your people, which you have chosen, a great people who are too many to be numbered or counted. So here's his request. So give your servant an understanding heart to judge your people, to discern between good and evil, for who is able to judge this great people of yours? So you, you see Solomon in this scene where he comes before Yahweh and he says, God, I, I don't know how to lead. I am a young, I'm a young boy. And, and here, here I am. I, I don't know what to do. And so God, I, I am asking you, would you give me wisdom so that I can discern between good and evil so that I can judge uprightly and so that I can lead your people? So ponder this. Solomon is asking to discern between good and evil, the very same thing that Adam and Eve went after. And yet there's an incredible contrast between the two of them. Again, in Adam and Eve, Eve took the fruit for herself. She decided, and again, it's, it's all a picture of self-righteousness and selfishness and sin, because in independence, apart from God, she was seeking to discern between good and evil. And of course, Adam joins along. And yet here is Solomon not wanting to be able to discern between good and evil independently. Rather, he says, God, I know you are the source of wisdom. And Lord, I am coming in humility and I'm asking you to give me wisdom. So I don't know if you see the contrast, but with Adam and Eve, they in their own independence and selfishness, in their own demanding of their rights, reach out and grab the fruit so that they themselves can discern between good and evil. However, Solomon comes humbly before the Lord and says, God, could you give me wisdom? And and would you enable me to discern between good and evil? It seems like in, in the contrast of these two stories, the issue is not being able to discern between good and evil. In other words, we need to be able to do that. In fact, there's a lot of things in the book of Proverbs that talk about the fact that we need to know right from wrong and know with the wisdom and and not live in the foolishness of the day and the culture. And yet what you see with Solomon is it's the approach of how to get that wisdom, how to get that discernment between good and evil that God commends. And of course, God appraises Solomon for for what he asked for. And he says, not only am I going to give you the wisdom, but I'm going to give you the riches and, and all that kind of stuff as well. So ponder this, perhaps it's not the discernment between good and evil that's the issue because we are commanded specifically in the book of Hebrews to discern between good and evil. The issue is how are you going to do it? That in wisdom, we cannot just reach out in our, in, and in our own independence, seek to determine what is right and wrong. That me and my own independence and selfishness will never get it right. So I must come humbly before the Lord and have the God of the universe give me his wisdom, his discernment, and the ability to understand the difference between good and evil. And when I come before the Lord, he commends that because I haven't taken wisdom for myself. Rather, I have come and asked for wisdom. There's also an interesting parallel of the two stories that when Solomon comes before the Lord, he comes in the fear of the Lord, that he comes with this awe and this reverence before the Lord, humbly asking for wisdom and discernment. And yet you, what you find with Adam and Eve is that it is after they have taken and grabbed for themselves this fruit, this knowledge of the good and evil, that actually 
because it produced sin, that it caused fear to rise up in their lives and they ran and hid themselves. So in both stories, there is a discernment between good and evil. In both stories, there is a fear. The question is, when does all that take place? And can I encourage you to go after wisdom? But in doing so, to come humbly before the Lord with the fear of the Lord, a reverence and awe before him and say, God, I need your wisdom. I need your discernment. And as I already read Proverbs 2 verse 6, it says, for the Lord gives wisdom. See, we are not to take wisdom. We are to ask for it. And that's such a beautiful thought, especially in light of James chapter 1 verse 5. Where James says, but if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But he must ask in faith without any doubting. It seems that God delights when his children ask him for wisdom. But let us do so not by grabbing and taking and just selfishly demanding. Rather, let us come humbly before the Lord with the fear of the Lord and ask him to give us what we need. And again, if we would be attentive and we would treasure up and give our ear and incline our heart and cry out for this discernment, if we would lift up our voice in a desperation for understanding and if we would go after wisdom and discernment like we would go after silver or a hidden treasure, then the promise is that we will discern the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God For the Lord gives wisdom, for his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity. Can I encourage you to go not just after wisdom, but go after the God of wisdom. And it is in the seeking of the Lord and asking him for wisdom. And you will receive not just information, but wisdom and the God of wisdom. What an incredible promise. Well, I hope that was just a reminder and an encouragement today, not just to seek after information, but to seek after our Lord and to remember that it is our posture and the way that we approach him that really matters to him. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Deeper Christian Podcast. For show notes of this episode, including a list of all the verses that I read, please visit deeperchristian.com forward slash 250 for episode 250. And until next time, know I am cheering you on as you build your life around Jesus Christ.